Hi everyone and welcome to the 33rd episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host Lauren and I'm here with Brandon. Hey. And Daryl. I'm back. He's back. <gasps> back from the world mission. of no Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> How was that world? It was um, dark. Dark? It was dark. Yeah, There's no light. Because Kingdom Hearts no. is light after all. It's exact true. spoiler. <gasps> oh well, the game is like how many years old now? It's ten years uh, old now. Now yeah. that you're in the game for everyone, <laughs> it's a little kid. Oh well. Anyways, we have like super ton of news today. Um, basically, yeah, something from, happened to something. Yes, yes, right? an event happened. It is called uh, Tokyo Game Show. Woo-hoo. And where, um, where is it, that? It would be in Tokyo, I believe, in Japan. Wow. Yeah, I know. What a concept! <laughs> I went there two years ago. Yeah, you did. How did you was cosplay? it like, when you went? I did not. <laughs> did I cosplay? <laughs> yes, he cosplayed as a Moogle. Actually. No, unfortunately, I did not cosplay. But I did see Kingdom Hearts at Birth by Sleep before it came out. Wow! Ooh. And I did a podcast about that. It was the first time I was ever on Kingdom Hearts Union. Wow! And um, people criticized me because I didn't know what the cat in Cinderella was called. Mr. Elite, Mr. TGS. I don't even know what the cat in, in Cinderella is it's called. It's Lucifer. Oh, yeah, it is Lucifer, isn't it? Isn't that a horrible mm. name for, for a cat? Well, he was kind of, like, devilish. He was a little goblin, that stupid he, cat. He but anyways, anyways, we we kind of digressed a bit, but um, we still have our burning questions segment and our question segment um, for you new people. Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. You can catch us on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Brandon, KH2.co.uk. All right, let's jump into this mess of news. It's mess. so much. It's a beautiful thing. It is a hot mess. We've had no news mess. for like six months. Yeah. It's a beautiful and tidal wave of newsiness. It's like when somebody like steps on a hose and then just lets it go like suddenly and then it just all bursts out. Which is generally how Square Enix's marketing team works, as <laughs> as can be noted in Final Fantasy thirteen two. True. At the moment, Square Enix, your marketing system is like a hose. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so first we're gonna start off with what we saw in the trailer, which was a whole heck of a lot. Um. Something that popped out uh, more noticeably is um, Notre Dame. We had been um, theorizing about this for a while, that Notre Dame was going to be in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, I mean, and now we finally see. It. Yeah, huh? everyone knew. It was pretty everyone obvious, knew. but it hadn't been everyone confirmed. Everyone knew, but it was never officially re- announced. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm just curious to how, how it's gonna how they're going to tone it back, because Notre Dame's... Or, uh, the what's that movie called that's in there? <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame. I haven't seen it in a while. That movie's really dark, if you remember it. It is. So it really it's a Disney is. film, though. It is. It is. It is a Disney film. So it's not that dark. It's dark. Yeah, but, but it's, it's oh man, it's no, pr- it's like pr- Frollo. There's a lot yeah, of it's not, religious it's, it's overtones not. and Frollo talks about about hitting up. Esmeralda. Yeah, yeah, but it's That's still a whole kids' thing. film. <laughs> it's still a kids' film, but it's 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 the darkest of all the Disney films, it's, I think. It's or probably one of the, the strongest PG rating or G rating there's ever been in a film. <laughs> I don't know if you can have a strong yeah. G, but this was one of them. Also, I wonder how they're going to incorporate with like just everything that's going on. I mean, we'll get onto that in a little bit, but like this is kind of I I don't know. Will they have any other worlds, or will they just have like? Traverse Town, which we saw, mm-hmm. and Hunchback. Well, we I, they gotta have more. We gotta have more. This one, I mean, there the trailer kind of set a weird tone because mm. it seems as though they're kind of going away from Disney a bit, a bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, and it seems as though they're going away from Final Fantasy even further. Definitely, yeah, definitely. No Final Fantasy characters in it. Yeah, and um, that brings us to our next piece, which is about uh, Neku, which. Um, if you don't know, he's from The World Ends With You. He made, <laughs> another, he made a prominent guest appearance another in Nomura the trailer. Game. Exactly, but it's not Final Fantasy. Not Final Fantasy. It's not, sure. and it's uh, Yoichi Wada's pet hate game because it's <laughs> it, it did really well critically and didn't sell. 
Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of which, I just but, started um, it because of this announcement. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really want to play it. Maybe that's exactly the reason why they put them in there. Exactly. Probably. Exactly. Just to raise sales. I think but, they um, may be doing it to um, try and bring the, like, gauge interest in the franchise as well. Because it, it's a franchise they want to do more with. But Definitely. It was, obviously, they can't. They did unless... have a really good soundtrack. Yeah. Like, that, oh. that game had a really awesome soundtrack. A lot of vocal tracks as well, which is something they rarely do in a handheld game. Yeah. yeah. Especially on the DS. Especially on the DS. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, if you haven't seen the trailer, um, he has this, like, brand on his hand. And it's um, it's actually, like, a timer, which um, kind of goes along with this game that he has to do with, uh, I think, the Reapers, right, is what they call them? The Reapers. Uh, mm-hmm. And if he doesn't complete his objective in the time period he'll die pretty much yeah basically as far as what they say in the game it's uh, either complete the task or face erasure so he gets erased <gasps> erased from everything you die and there's actually a lot of swearing at that game so don't think it, they, they called it erasure because they, they were afraid to say die <laughs> there's a lot of swearing so uh we'll see how neku does in kingdom hearts i guess yeah, I just wonder what the games are going to be like. Like, are they just going to strictly be, like, um, the trials in, like, the Olympic Coliseum? Or will they be, like, well, as far as, kind of, like, as far as how Twilight it worked Town? in The World Ends With You, uh, the games usually revolved around uh, clearing uh, monsters away. And in, in The World Ends With You, they called them the noise. And you would have to go oh, to okay. places and kill stuff. It's it's your standard video game fare. Uh, one thing that mm-hmm. I do want to point out is that in all the guests, other than Disney characters, they've pretty much adjusted what the characters were for the game. So, like, Cloud was mm-hmm. a little bit different than he was in Final Fantasy VII. Sid was a little bit different than he was in Final Fantasy VII. Pretty much everybody's a little bit different. Instead of being Squall, he calls himself Leon because he's emo. But yeah. with Neku, he is the, he seems, at least from what I can tell, he's the same person he was in The World Ends With You. And you could argue that it sort of even fits in his timeline. So it could be a stronger connection than just maybe other games. I know. Now he's decided to put these two <laughs> games together. It's kind of like, well, yeah. like Nier and Drakengard. There's, there's a very, very uh, loose tie between Nier and Drakengard. Mm-hmm. So it is it is possible. But just, just going off of what he looks like and how he's acting and the fact that he's got a brand, he's definitely uh, the closest uh, character to uh, to what he used to be in his original game. Do you think that there's going to be more I would uh, hope so. Twilly characters? I would hope so. Uh, th- there's some pretty strong characters. The only scary part is a lot of the characters from that game look almost identical to characters in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, for yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> so it could get kind of confusing. Yeah. Like which of these are which of these are not like the other? They need to start introducing characters from other Square Enix games, and then oh, yeah, well. what Let's if they did Adam Nier. Jensen in there? Get in there, Adam <laughs> Jensen. What if they had what if they had Kaine from Near in there? That would just not go over well. They'd That'd have to be amazing. Every one of her words, she'd just be like beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> if you don't know, Kaine curses a heck of a lot in Near. She does. Um. F word is probably as well. her favorite word ever. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't wear a lot of clothing either, but she's um, like my favorite female character ever. I wonder how that would go but, over um, with Disney. <laughs> probably not very well, yeah. but uh, we have a quote here. Brandon, you want to take this? Absolutely. So Missy Lovely says, uh, with all the news coming from TGS, I'm getting pretty excited about this game, especially about Neku's appearance in the game. So it seems like people are really liking it. Definitely. That he's going to be in it. Well, it's exciting. The one of you has like that really core fan base. There's, like, mm-hmm. there's a ton of people out there that really, really like it. Yeah. And it didn't sell that well, but the people that bought it really loved it. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. I can tell it's you kind of like from, from just starting it, it, it is really good. Yeah, you, you have to really uh, give it a shot because it's definitely a weird title. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. one of the few DS games that actually uses the touchscreen for how it was meant to be used. So it's it's pretty Shock. innovative. You're controlling two characters at the same time. Uh, so if you've got <laughs> if you've got ADD, <laughs> this is a great game for you. Yeah, I really, really, really want to play it. It's I, awesome. I've always been wanting to play it, but I've just not gotten around buying another handheld. Once I lost my Game Boy Color, mm. it was just kind of like heartbreaking. 
but traumatizing experience, I imagine. Well, True. maybe you should move on to something else that's also heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but if you saw the um, well, if you saw the trailer and any of the demos and the posters, you'll notice that there are new companions in uh, Kingdom Hearts: Shinjar Distance. Huh? It's not, it's not loud. But 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 they're cute and cuddly. They're dreamy. But it means that it means that someone may have been replaced. No more Donald and Goofy, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, no more Donald yeah. and Goofy. But it, it's just a dream. They'll be back in Kingdom Truth. Hearts three if it comes out. Yeah. They'll but, but anyways, prove that. <laughs> but anyways, I cannot. These ones are if, these ones are really cute. Like there's Wonder Cat who um, is actually one of Sora's. There's there's two that we really know about, and there's two that we don't really, except for in the demos. Um, but Wonder Cat is Sora's, and he's a big pluff ball. And then there's um, Bat Bat, which is one of Riku's, and he kind of looks like Zubat from Pokemon. Yes. Um, but it, it's really interesting because they're kind of incorporating like um, a Nintendogs concept with them because you can like pet them and you know interact with them a lot. I just hope those aren't the official names. <laughs> I hope they get a little bit Wonder Cat and better. Pat-Pat. Yeah, because because me and Churro were talking about it uh, last night about what it should be, and we were reading the the katakana, and for for Wonder Cat it was Wandanyan, and then for Bat Bat it was Komori Bat. And komori mm-hmm. means bat, so that's the. I guess that's the best we can come up with. Yeah. So it's bat, bat, and, and I love Wonder how cat. it's neon. I bet you all the all the, all the internet uh, fanboys oh. are probably all like nyan, 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 We're gonna get nyan nyan videos uh, out of this Wonder Cat. <laughs> I. Oh yeah. Mark my words, we will get nyan nyan videos. Uh, they've probably already they've probably already been made. They're, they're already there. Yeah. They're already there. More than likely. Well, anyway, uh, Darryl, uh, do you Bexen, Bexen on the forum said, okay, now I'm definitely buying a 3DS just for this game. It's sad to hear that we won't have Donald and Goofy in this one, but I am glad to hear it. A little glad. <laughs> a little less Disney wouldn't be that bad, to be honest. Yeah, and this kind of goes along with what you were saying, how they're going away from, like, Disney, the in- Disney Incorporation. Well, they've, they've like, done it, like, with all these handhelds games, they've really tried to make the Kingdom Hearts universe its own thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And this maybe is... that's maybe that's a uh, direction they're trying to take Kingdom Hearts three in. Like they're just trying to cut those ties, so they maybe they have so they have a bit more creativity. They can kind of do more about what they want. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely this. Definitely looks like the most experimental games of all the handhelds. This is like the everything they've learned from the the handheld trilogy is just all smooshed together in this game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be really interesting. I'm I'm really excited to see how everything turns out, but. Um, I'm also wondering if you have to take care of them then, the Wonder Cat and Bat Bat. Well, somebody, somebody was gonna be saying like a that, like if you have to raise them. <laughs> I know that would be so cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I, I think you you ha- you have to babysit them, like you have to babysit Donald and Goofy. But I don't know. Mm. I, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna stray too much. This isn't Nintendo Dogs. It's true. It isn't. But um. Anyways, moving on a bit, uh, we have some more information on the story, um, thanks to Yen Sid in the trailer. Um, what we already knew was that Sora and Riku were fighting to become Keyblade Masters in this game, but we didn't really know a lot about like what they were going into. And um, so basically, there's like a, a keyhole of sleep, and um, Yen Sid is just kind of like, "All right, so ready? I'm gonna let you into this world." If you guys can go in there, get this Keyblade, and come out alive, you <laughs> already got your Keyblade Master thing. You know, you you already are a Keyblade Master. Um, yeah. You know, it's so, like kind of um, those weird go. challenges. Yeah. Like they don't expect you to pass. It, yeah. It kind of reminds. <laughs> Good luck with that. It kind of reminds me of the Matrix a little bit. So I would imagine they're probably going to sleep, and then at the end of this, Sora's going to wake up, and he's going to be like, "I know Kung Fu." It's kind of like that. They're going, they're going to sleep, and then they're, they're going to wake up, and oh, I'm a Keyblade Master now because of everything he learned. Ooh. But it's funny because, like, the Dream Eaters that we've seen so far, the Dream Eaters are the um, replacement Heartless in the game who are basically goblins who eat up sleep. 
They just don't look threatening at they all. They don't. They're they look so like cute. Puffy cuddle things. And the color palette is just really bizarre. It's like neon pink and neon green and bright yellow. It's it's really weird stuff. But I I love it. I think it's cool. I want to cuddle them. It's like jumping into a Dr. Seuss. Book, yeah, definitely. Kingdom really. Hearts acid. <laughs> this is Truth. this is the weirdest. Uh, thing i've probably seen from kingdom hearts and then if if you notice it wasn't in the trailer but it was in sora's gameplay video that you can find mm-hmm. online uh when sora was fighting against the the hunchback of notre dame boss the whole mm-hmm. world was like a, a palette shift like everything seemed like inverted a- except for sora himself so everything's kind of weird like this dream thing is yeah. kind of bizarre I like it. I think it's They're really it's cool. taking on the dream, the dream aspect. Yeah, of they it. want you to feel like it. This is this is a dream. Like it's not just another game, and they're going to write it off as a dream. This is a dream for sure. Yeah. Um. Another thing, which was kind of like the oh my gosh moment of the trailer, was the very end, where basically, um, like you just see from the point of view of this other person, mm-hmm. and um, you don't know who it is at first until. Bragg, you see Bragg, and he just goes, uh, Zaynor, did you, uh, did your memories return? And then you realize, oh my gosh, <laughs> you are in the point of view of Zaynor. Like, what the heck? That is amazing. So, I wonder what, what's going on with that. I don't know. Playable character? Nah, I don't think so. I, I wish. Maybe for a little bit, but I don't think so. This might be a bit of a crazy thing, but just, just level with me for a bit. Okay. What if a part of this is like going to go back to um kingdom hearts one mm-hmm. where uh, in between kingdom hearts one and kingdom hearts two when riku is actually ansa <laughs> maybe maybe and like i don't know that's the first thing i thought of i know it's it's yeah. kind of a long shot but it's weird because like if you look at the costumes like Hmm. Sora looks a lot more like he did in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 1. I think that part's possible, and but that that particular... Well, I don't know. I, I didn't get a good look at Bragg, but I, if um, you think about it, if if he's still Bragg, then this has got to be before they all became nobodies. That's so true, too. It, it, pro- it probably wouldn't fall then, but where it could fall is maybe between Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts 1. So it might be that whole... Yeah. So that, that whole timeline of when the Ansem reports happened... It could be like that timeline, the in-between part between the two series. I don't know, it, but it's it, it's just yeah, a massive. It's definitely it's definitely some sort of in-between thing, which makes me wonder. Maybe Birth by Sleep Volume Two is Kingdom Hearts 3D. What? Mm. <laughs> what? Mind blown. Yeah. Well, um, we have one. We have one quote from here. Um, Corndog says, I think that oh my gosh moment has really rejuvenated the hype for me. Sounds strange, but I hope this game comes out summer 2012. That way I can afford the 3DS to get it straight away instead of having to get it a few weeks slash months late. Sad face. Sad face. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, um, it's, it's definitely going to be a while out. Yeah, but it, it, I agree. I think, it, I think it definitely made everybody kind of like um, just take a, a double take and yeah. just kind of go this wait, brought, wait, brought wait, back what? the hype it brought back the hype yeah, i want definitely. square Enix to take my money already i want the game <laughs> it's like here's all they will gladly money. do no, that <laughs> yeah it's true they would they, don't they be just... surprised if there's like a, a, a demo for the kingdom hearts uh dream drop distance which you have to pay for <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah definitely all right um so now we're going to move on more to the gameplay that we saw um there was three um, abilities that they that Nomura really went into before the demo was even like uh, played. Um, one was a free flow action, which is my favorite which, part. <laughs> yeah, it's, so cool. it's really it's cool. But <laughs> it's like doing um, it's like doing a chain, a chain of actions, and just doing crazy stuff, really running cool. on walls, jumping up light poles, surfing on. Stuff sliding down handrails. It is amazing Get stuff. Some bacon strips. Get some bacon <laughs> strips on the way, but epic while Kingdom you're Hearts time. It's yeah, epic, epic Kingdom Hearts time. Exactly. It's like par- <laughs> the, it's the it's basically the parkour button. That's that's yeah. what, it, it's really what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I wonder how they're going to um, how the gameplay or how the fighting is going to how, make. Yeah, I wonder how that. balanced that's going to be because. I felt I think this is a lot more interactive than like a reaction command would be, so I like that. 
But I just hope mm-hmm. it's not as like overpowered as a reaction command because I felt when I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2, I would fight a boss and then suddenly I realized, man, I can't beat him until I realized, oh, look, there's a reaction command. And then I press the button and it's like press triangle to win. And <laughs> the end. Oh, you, you beat me. Ouch. Ouch. I was, I was going to kill you, <laughs> except you press that triangle button. Darn. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, That's. Yeah. I hope it doesn't turn into that. I hope there's uh, maybe some consequence to it if you don't do it, if you're not, if you don't have the skills to pay the bills, you know what I mean? Mm. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think so. I I really don't know how this is going to go over, but I'm, I'm really excited, and I really hope that they um, incorporate this with uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, maybe, maybe, yeah. as well. Like, well, I mean, if, if they learn this when they're asleep and they're anything like Neo, they're going to come out of it learning the same thing. Yeah, so, yeah, possibly. definitely. Um, two other things. Uh, there was um, the reality check, which is it's pretty simple, really. It's um, you do a regular attack on somebody, and then you can do like a special move. If you press two buttons together, I think it's like A and X or something. Yeah. I have so a question that, about this. Does this yeah. mean that Square Enix have been watching lots of wrestling? Because <laughs> that sounds like a really cheesy finishing name. <laughs> the reality check. Reality check. Maybe. Oh my god, he's getting hit by a reality check. <laughs> but but it's so relevant with, with the whole dreaming thingy. I, you know, yeah. that whole theme of dreams. I don't know. It works. But Here's it is a win. reality check. <laughs> as, long, as long as Sora doesn't say that, or Riku doesn't say that. As long <laughs> oh, as you don't vocalize it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then the last thing was just about the dual links, which is basically about... Um, your new fuzzy companions, the Wonder Cat and um, Bat, Bat. Bat Bat and uh, the two other ones. I was hoping it would integrate the, the touchscreen because you think dual link and then you think I'm on the, the dual screen platform. That's got to do with something with the two screens, but I guess maybe not. But no. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. All right, but, so um, this next quote comes from Hunter Slasher 13. He says that... Uh, this sounds way better than pressing the triangle button in Kingdom Hearts 2 for reaction time uh sounds like this battle system will give users a lot of control in battle and allow the flow of battle to go in their own direction which i totally agree with yeah if they balance definitely. it <laughs> um going along a little bit about the dual link again though um if you don't already know uh basically like each of the um each of your animals, your sidekicks, so to mm-hmm. speak, have like a gauge that um, that goes up, and then if one of them goes up, you can use them to do a special attack. But if you save them up, you save both of them up, you can do an even stronger attack. Yeah, I saw Which I saw uh, Wonder Cat cool. squishing around on a on a boss, and and it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty cute and pretty awesome at the same time. <laughs> cute. <laughs> it's also worth pointing out, and I don't think this is in here, but. Uh, Nintendo announced that uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D would be using oh. the new circle peripheral. Uh, yeah. Nubbageddon coming to Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so you'll Maybe be able to use dual analog sticks. Dual analog sticks. Uh, I, I don't know if I like it. I'm, I'm, I guess it's good because it will help with the control scheme. You'll be able to control your camera with the right analog stick. But I don't like where it is, though. It's so awkward. It really is. It looks like, stupid. It's it really the is peripheral thing. It, it looks it's like, like a docking bay. It looks like a, a Sega CD. That's what it looks like. That those <laughs> attachments, like it combined to form Voltron suddenly. Like I mean, the thing that works with um, the PlayStation and the PlayStation controller is the fact that like they have the two analog sticks and they're at the bottom and they're like. You know, you can just use your thumbs there. It's exactly. nice. But, like, this just seems like... It's so awkward. I have to move my thumb over here. This is not yeah. comfortable. Yeah, it's, like, directly next to your buttons that you press for your attacks. It's so weird. Yeah. So, I don't know how I feel about that. But hopefully it might do something nice the, that will be Yeah, the good news fun. is uh, at, the, at TGS, the demo stations, they did not have the horrible nub, and people liked it just fine. Uh, the PSP... Mm. Never had dual analog sticks, and Birth by Sleep is a lot of fun. They basically have the same uh, control scheme as they have in Birth by Sleep, so I think we'll be fine. Although I, I do remember people having slight complaints about the camera, but yeah. it's the same for all like, third-person exactly. games on PSP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why Vita is going to have two. Yeah. That is why. That is exactly why. <laughs> and that's exactly so why woo. Nintendo's releasing this horrible nub thing. 
Yeah, they're like, oh, the Vita has it, so maybe if we do this, yeah. we'll just put it right here. That's and then we'll get Monster shit. Hunter Four as a an exclusive. But yeah. even when we announce that, everyone shares drop. Oh, you know what it reminds uh, me of? Okay. It reminds me of how late in the PS3's life they added the move when the Wii was successful and making a lot of money. It's it seems like everything's just all coming back full circle with this whole Nobageddon thing. They're just Nobageddon. Nobageddon is what that's the official designation <laughs> of this travesty. Nobageddon. Nobageddon 2011. Oh no. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> Where were you? Where were you when they announced Nobageddon? <laughs> Where was I when the nub came out? Hmm. Well, it's almost 2012, so maybe maybe the nub has something to do with the end of the world. The mm. world ends with nub. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um we hope you enjoyed all the news we got this time around um it certainly it was, was a mouthful a mouthful oh man it's gonna be a really interesting time when this game comes out like it's gonna be really crazy but um yeah so we're gonna move on to our next segment which is the burning question segment um we asked you guys what do Kingdom Hearts fans expect from Tokyo Game Show? And um, we got a few responses. Um, the first one is from Con the Twit on Twitter, who says, So far I've been correct. A trailer and a few gameplay videos, but now I'm hoping for a release date and a few HD screenshots. Smiley face. Yeah, I think you're going to be getting that. <laughs> well, we did get kind of a release date on the poster. Yeah, spring 2012 rele- in Japan. Release window. Yeah, in Japan. In, in Japan. Japan, it still hasn't been announced for America, but it, it's yeah. coming. It's is it eventually? <laughs> well, as as they would say on One Up in their little trailer description, anybody who would say that it's not coming to America should be left out of the room because it's just so awesome. Right, <laughs> just, just like just like Type Zero. Yeah. Well, it's Type Zero is going to come. You know it's going to come eventually. They already announced that they're making a downloadable version, and Sony said that you can play downloadable games from the PSP on the PS Vita. So it's it's mm. all going to work out. Just going to take some time and some patience. It's a virtue. <laughs> all right. Do you want to take this next one? Yes. So the next one comes from uh, Ninja Max on the forums, and he says, I wouldn't mind a Vita port of Birth by Sleep. At least an announcement that the game will finally be on its way to the PSN store. Uh, so both PSP and Vita gamers can play it regardless of the platform. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I really want to play Birth by Sleep so freaking bad it hurts. Um, I'm actually tempted to just buy a PSP, though. Like, I yeah. mean... Don't do it. Um, Don't. I probably wouldn't buy the what? I wouldn't buy the um, the new version that's coming out. I don't. I don't want that version. But I would. I would buy a used regular one. But do do you think you you would play your PSP online though? Mm, Maybe. (laughs) No. Do you know of any games you'd want to play online? No. Well, well, then maybe the cheap one is good for you then, because the only real the only big thing is that it doesn't have Wi-Fi. Well, it also doesn't have um, it doesn't have stereo sound either, does it? Does it? it? That's weird. I don't think anyone uses their PSP using its normal headphones or normal yeah. speakers. I think everyone uses headphones. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I think you should just get the Vita. Don't touch me. <laughs> just get the Vita. I think. I think that's a better option now, especially if you're considering mm. to get it anyway. Yeah. I well, guess. our last our last uh, comment came from Simone, and they said. I think there will be some more Dream Drop Distance news, such as possible release dates for Japan. Maybe show the new costumes for Riku and Sora, and maybe discuss Burst by Sleep 2 as an official title. But any news will make my day. Wow. Simone must be like a mind, or a, some <laughs> sort of sorcerer. She knew, she knew the future. And if I'm right with my conspiracy theorists, I would say that uh, Birth by Sleep Volume 2 is a component of Kingdom Hearts 3D. That's my conspiracy theory, though. Also, we didn't actually mention about Riku and his new look. Yeah. So oh, speaking yeah. of which, what do you what do you guys think of his haircut? Looks like a woman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he no, he looks like Noctis, but with silver hair. I think hair. he looks younger, like a lot younger. That's true too. But I'm. He looks. But a actually, lot speaking younger, to what you say like about he, he looks like a woman, I think he looks less like a woman now because he has haircut. If you look at him in King Hearts Two, he looks like a. I didn't. I didn't believe that was Riku. That hair is just so ridiculously <laughs> long. I, I guess he. Yeah. I guess he, he was a bit of a hippie. I guess you don't have barbers in the realm of darkness. Probably not. No, no people to cut your hair. 
No, no. <laughs> no people. They just, have to, they just have to get close shades when they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. So just a little bit, just a little bit off the side, please. Yeah, okay. Just watch the face. It also helped with his emo ness. Maybe, maybe this is an example of how he's not so emo anymore. Cross, cross, Perhaps. cross our fingers. He's not so emo. He doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough hair to hide the tear. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's about it for burning questions this week. Um, next time, our question is. What was the first Kingdom Hearts game that you ever played? So um, just respond to this question on either the forums or on our Twitter page, which is um, KH Union. And yeah. That's a really interesting so, question, considering that now Kingdom Hearts is getting on its 10th year. So a lot of people coming in, a lot of different perspectives. I want to see how many people started with the first game. Yeah, I really do. I really do. Yeah, it's true. Like... A lot of people have been asking, like, what uh, what games should they start with since mm-hmm. they have so many, you know, prequel exactly. stuff now. Like, a lot of people have been asking, should they start with 358 over two days? Should they start with Birth should, by Sleep? Yeah, Birth by Sleep is probably the biggest argument, Birth by Sleep or Kingdom Hearts 1. And for but, me, I'm actually thinking about something similar because I just got my Star Wars Blu-rays, and I'm thinking, how should I watch it? Should I watch it in release order, or should I watch it in Lucas's chronological order? Because mm. if if you watch it in the chronological order, you blow pretty much all of the plot twists that happen in the original trilogy, and that's that's like original the, order. If you watch it in the original, yeah, I would say the original order is the best way because then you get all the surprises. That's although, although although if you watch it in chronological order, then you end with the best ones. Yeah. Definitely. It definitely ends really well if you do it in chronological order. I don't know. For me, I'm watching it yeah. from episode four through six, and then I'm watching one through six again <laughs> so I can get the oh, okay. full experience. But that's a lot of dedication to do. I don't know. So if I was going to – I would hey. personally say start with King Hearts 1, but I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Big segue. Big segue. All right. Now let's go on to questions. Woo! Not so burning, but still questions. Yes, but still questions nonetheless. Questions for us. We got some pretty good questions this week. Um, this first one is from Roxas Rocker seven seven nine eight, who says, "Dear KH Union," which I think is really cute. Uh, I it like how so you said, cute. "Dear KH Union." <laughs> I think it's adorable. Uh, do you think that a Kingdom Hearts MMO RPG game would be a good idea, where you can design a character and you can equip any weapon, e.g., any any Keyblades, Goofy Shield, or any organization 13's weapons. I'm going to say this as unbiased as I can possibly say it because I, I actually hate MMOs, but I would say Kingdom Hearts would probably be a good game uh, that would fit into an MMO because you've got a lot of different worlds, a lot of different characters that you can go with. Uh, there is, at least with that whole idea of the Keyblade Wars, they've really opened up the series for other Keyblade wielders. Um, so mm. I, I think it's possible. I, I personally don't want it to happen, um, and if it does happen, do it after the Xehanort saga, so I don't feel like I have to play it. Um, Make it like Keyblade Wars. Keyblade Wars. Like Clone Clone dun, Wars dun, and dun. Star Wars and uh, I don't know. I, I say, mm-hmm. could it work? Yes. Should it work? I don't I don't want it to. That's that's just my opinion. What do you guys think about MMOs? <laughs> I don't want like you to be successful, I, Kingdom Hearts MMO. I, I think RPG. it would be quite difficult from the perspective of structure and actually yeah. making it so you'd want to carry on playing it. Yeah, it's mm. it's not the easiest thing to do. And as far as missions in Disney, I mean, how honestly, how how much story can you drill out of a Disney movie? Yeah, and like the reason why MMOs work is because the different worlds and stuff are huge. Yeah, true. And and also, aside from like the fact that you know, and I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to diminish the difficulty of Kingdom Hearts at all, but it seems like if you went right from Kingdom Hearts to an MMORPG, people would be like, uh, what do I do in an MMORPG? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people who play Kingdom Hearts either only play, like, um, JRPGs or action RPGs. And I feel like MMORPGs are just, like, completely different beasts yeah. that might be a bit You've also got the fact that, difficult. like, MMOs are not necessarily as story-driven, whereas Kingdom Hearts is a very story-driven franchise. True. Yeah. So people might be, like, enthusiastic about it, like, ooh, new Kingdom Hearts yeah. games. But I don't know if, like, 
necessarily a lot of the fans would be completely into it exactly. after a yeah, while. Yeah, and, and going on the whole story deal, it's it's especially difficult with Kingdom Hearts and how they deal with the story because Kingdom Hearts is definitely very character-driven and you can't really have that mm-hmm. drive in an MMO because everybody is Joe Schmo on an MMO and you make your own story. Yeah. And even though like the background stuff is really cool... What really glues together Kingdom Hearts is 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 the characters and the love and the and the Disney and all that fun gushy stuff no. that nobody likes to talk about. That's that's that well, at least to me, I think that's really Kingdom Hearts' strongest suit, and I don't think you can get that in an MMO unless you mm-hmm. do what Bioware is doing and record like forever a lot of dialogue for uh, uh, the Old Republic for Star Wars. Yeah, and they're still not <laughs> they're still not uh, sticking with a release date yet, so. That's because they have to record so much because they care about their story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think Square Enix, with their financial situation, I don't think they want to get no, into that. Yeah, they're no, no. they're making yeah, a yeah, lot, and, and if you look at their games, they're making right now. They're making a lot of safe games like Thirteen Two, other than Dragon mm-hmm. Quest Ten. Uh, yeah, other than Dragon Quest Ten, Theat Rhythm, a very safe title. I don't know. This would have to be very long, far out, if if it's possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, the next question we have is from Riku, and they ask, it's it's undeniable that all the worlds in Kingdom Hearts are mostly based off of the best Disney movies out there. Unfortunately, some worlds didn't seem to do justice to their respective movies, or they just didn't turn out right. What worlds in the Kingdom Hearts series do you think deserved better treatment? Um, there's actually, like, a bunch. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, I think, could have been a lot better uh, if they, you know, actually... Mm-hmm stick to the fur to the original story more so because it seemed like it yeah. was it, it seemed like jack but it seemed really it was like, tiny as well yeah i thought it was okay yeah in kingdom like hearts i really one. I, I just hated it in kingdom hearts 2 that was my a personal yeah. opinion and then um mulan yeah mulan i i did not like as much as i i think i would have yeah I, I think a lot of i, I would say a a, gr- a gross majority of the Kingdom Hearts worlds don't really do too much justice to the original Dis- Disney movies. Uh, I would say Lion King, mm-hmm. my personal opinion is Lion King is definitely nowhere near the grandeur of, of the real Lion King. Uh, a lot of really powerful moments have absolutely no music. And when there is music, it's, you know, crappy world filler music that's not really that great. And if you got to compare that to Hans Zimmer... Yeah really epic score and and you have Elton John can you feel the love tonight and all that you know circle of life there's so many great imagine Sora with can you feel the love tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh my Sora and Kyrie so oh, yeah. awkward <laughs> that'd be pretty awkward but I'm just saying so the, the music really adds to it and they're just not devoting it in the crappy synthesizers they use and well, they have the same with the Pirates of the Caribbean as yeah well. oh, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. I would say is another really big one that's did not get the justice. They did really great in making creepily accurate character models in that world, but they did not do a good job uh, with the, with the music or the presentation values. Just not there. I don't know. I think a lot. But that kind of them are brings like that. on another thing. And like since we since we have like we have a lot yeah. of time. Um, what do you think about? What do you think about the music of Kingdom Hearts? Like, it seems like they really need to get past the synthesizers and start actually using, like, real I think music. It's, I think it's getting better. Uh, I think they're really understanding mm-hmm. their craft a little bit more now. Uh, coming from playing Birth by Sleep, uh, the synthesizers are getting better. They, they're they starting to learn what they're doing. And I would imagine, since they're saying that the next game's going to be Kingdom Hearts 3 after 3D... Uh, they, they've mm-hmm. got to put it on a console, and, and if it's going to be a new console, I don't think they're going to have the problem anymore. Uh, so I think yeah. live music will I didn't will know they had the problem in the first place. Well, I would say it's probably mostly disc space. Uh, live music really takes up a yeah, lot of Yeah, but if you compare the music of like Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 to other games yeah. that were around at the same time... Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, uh, even Final Fantasy X, Ten Two. Well, Final well, Fantasy X was the same thing. It was a lot of synthesizers. It they, wasn't as bad. Though. It wasn't as bad, yeah. They definitely didn't have the best synth programmers, but I, I would argue that Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. 1 was better than Kingdom Hearts 2 for synth programming. I think it, it was a lot stronger. I think, that's, I think that might just be a, a Square Enix thing, though, because it seems like, you know, they've really kind of... Um, they, haven't, they haven't gone forward yeah. with the music. The technology's like, been really behind. There's a lot of games now... Like near, near has a 
gorgeous score. Yeah. I I know it's PlayStation Three. Well, and I, Xbox I don't know because but. Like, if you think about the PSP games that Square Enix have made, aside from Bird Boy Sleep, like yeah. Dissidia and Crisis Core had great uh, tracks. Yeah, I would and say it, maybe if anything, really it's that. I don't know. This is my personal opinion. I think that the first-party production team, which is in charge of the main Final Fantasies and, and Kingdom Hearts, I think they're a bit technopho- technophobics. I, I don't think they're they're ready for the new technology. If you look at Final Fantasy VII and listen to those synthesizers, they didn't sound that much better than Final Fantasy VI on the SNES. And I wouldn't say that mm-hmm. Final Fantasy X, since, I mean, they were better, but they weren't that great. I would say that, yeah. and, and I mean, in other things like physics engines and procedural crowds and open worlds, I mean, you name it, anything that's current, I think they're shying away from because they they like to be artists rather than computer programmers, and it's Plus, hard. I don't think they can necessarily keep up either. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to keep yeah. up, especially since these guys have been doing it since way back when. I think it's just a shame because it's just kind of like, you know, you you listen to how they perform this beautiful game mm-hmm. music at, like, distant worlds exactly. and stuff like that. And you just think, you man, can't, if they had yeah. it like this in the game, it would have been so much more well, effective. Like, he's a pirate is always my classic one <laughs> because if you listen to He's a Pirate done in Pirates of the Caribbean film. It's epic. He's a Pirate done by Kingdom Hearts. And then you laugh at it. Yeah, uh, that just epitomizes well, everything for me because obviously the, the the original version was even done before Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, otherwise they wouldn't have been able to use it. I mean, and they made it sound. Worse. I would say you can't argue with the artistry. They're they've got the best talents. Yokoshima Moore is a very mm-hmm. talented uh, composer, and it's really especially evident, like you were saying, in the live music and in the ending credits when they put money into composing a full score for it. It's clear that yeah. they have the talent artistically. But I don't think they have a, the talent technical, technologically in keeping up. And I think, I mean, they sure spend a lot of money hiring IDOS to give them money, basically. They, they're licensing their games. Yeah. If they could only be friends a little bit and, and have some of their technologists, you know, work at compressing audio for them so they can do live music, I, I think it would be a good yeah, idea. But I like... think as we move on to the next generation, I don't think it's going to be as big a problem, especially coming with the Vita and... and you know, with handhelds and the PS3 and the Xbox 360 with console games. I mean, Final Fantasy 13 had a lot of live music, so that's there's hope. But yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy 13 was definitely definitely better on the um, on the synthesizer. Yeah. Like there were still synths, but route. they they were realistic. Yeah, you didn't really notice mm-hmm. them as much. But I still think with I think musically will be fine. But I still think there's that thing in the background of them being so behind in technology i'm hoping that with versus 13 they're learning a lot they certainly are spending a lot of time mm-hmm. they're just going into full production and if you look at what they're accomplishing with it it's it's impressive stuff they've got some physics in there it's not terribly accurate but it's there they've got open worlds they've got a lot of pretty lighting mm-hmm. they're doing interactive cutscenes, which i don't know what's going on with that but <laughs> it's i think i think they're that's a good thing and clearly with uh kingdom hearts 3d they're being very experimental in what they do with games so hopefully they're learning but with square enix and their tendency right now because they're poor to be very safe with their decisions i don't know when we'll start seeing the fruits of their labor it's kind of kind of scary but hopefully it comes soon the good news is yeah I, i know i know i'm getting really down and and talking about sad stuff. Good news is we got Kingdom Hearts three com- or Kingdom Hearts three D coming soon, and it's really awesome, and it's really full of uh, good things. So don't be too sad. Um, and, and Versus is coming, I think, maybe, <laughs> po- possibly. Yeah. It's in full production. It's it's in full production. We have hope. We have hope. We think. Um, we think. Yeah. Square Enix is but really anyways. good at announcing games. They're not so good at releasing games. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. Um, so we're going to move on to our music section. Um, this time, uh, no no, Kyle Landry this time. Take a break. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But um, we did find a dearly beloved trance remix. Speaking of synthesizers. Um, by <laughs> Asher, by Asher uh, XII. Or Asher 12. Asher 12. Um, it's actually, it's pretty freaking awesome. Like, it's, it's a really good track. Um, I... 
it's dearly beloved again, but the beginning doesn't really sound like dearly beloved. Like most but, trance um, tracks, they they always do their own thing at the beginning and confuse you at yeah, what you're listening had, like, to. Yeah, they like a cool intro. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, and that brings us to our outro. Um. The next Kingdom Hearts Union check back the 11th of October, and uh, you can always subscribe to us on iTunes. Um. We're just search Kingdom Hearts. We're number one. And of course, you can catch every episode on KingdomHeartsUnion.com along with all of our Kingdom Hearts news coverage when we get it. And uh, Brandon, you can check us on Watch website? KH2.co.uk. There you go. All right. So, Daryl, Brandon, would you like to say your goodbyes? Bye. Bye. <laughs> and I'm Lauren saying goodbye. This has been TweaksNews.com and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. Mm-hmm.